0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Creature Feature. I'm your host, Monday, and this is my co host, Will the First. And today we'll be looking
1: at the Beast of Bray Road. Will? The Beast of Bray Road is a creature that many people claim to have seen in Racine? Walworth? Jefferson? In Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah, in Wisconsin. The first reported sightings of the creature happened on Bray Road near Elkhorn, Wisconsin. These sightings are what lent the beast its name. However, sightings do not only occur on Bray Road. Although the beast of Bray Road has not been seen to transform from a human into a wolf, in most of the sightings it has been labeled a werewolf in newspaper articles. Okay, I have a problem with this. Because everybody has this idea that werewolves are humanoid wolf monsters. That is not true. The original tellings of werewolves were a man that changed into a wolf. It is not a wolf-man thing. It is man-wolf. Yeah, man, think- Man-wolf. Think. Back from wolf to man. <laughs> not <laughs> in between.
0: Right. It's it, um, Think- Jacob from Twilight he
1: he was a werewolf <laughs> that is actually more of an accurate representation of werewolves than <laughs> what this, this picture is <laughs> the, the idea that a wolf, that a man became a werewolf uh, the idea of the humanoid wolf werewolf came from uh hypertrichosis and, and the for the man, less smart man, of us what what does that mean <laughs> the The Wolfmen in P.T. Barnum Circuses. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's a disease that causes excessive hair growth. Oh. Oh. On all their body.
0: But this episode is not about werewolves, technically. It's about the Beast of Bray Road.
1: The Beast has not been sighted since the early 1990s in Bray Road. Okay. The Beast of Bray Road... Also known as man wolf, is exactly is is unclear. What? Um.
0: Okay. What the beast? Beast? What the beast? <laughs> what the beast of Bray Road, also known as man wolf, is exactly is unclear.
1: Okay. Okay. Man wolf is a likely that name. It's okay. okay. Some people believe it is a werewolf. Others that it is a bigfoot and. Of course, there are people who believe it is some therefore unknown species. My banking is on this unknown species.
0: Species, yeah, that that makes a lot more sense than the
1: Bigfoot or uh, the magical werewolf man turning into wolf monster hybrid. Exactly, and then turning back to man. Right,
0: no one's even actually seen it. From a, transform from a human into a wolf. That's why werewolf is not the best label.
1: Yeah, there's no way to know unless a specimen is found. The possibility that the beast of Bray Road, <laughs> this, this, this article literally says there is also the possibility that they beast Bray, Bray Road, <laughs> I believe they meant the, yes. is in fact some creature that we are well aware of.
0: That simply scared some people enough that they believed it to be something bigger and scarier than what it really is. Yeah, that happens a lot.
1: Well, yeah, anything that we don't know, we get scared of. Yeah. Common theories as to what the animal, as to what animal the beast could be, include wolves and bears. Well, um, it's obviously not a wolf or bear.
0: Yeah. Uh, the creature is described as around six feet tall with grayish and brown fur. Its face is said to resemble that of a wolf, and ears are pointed. It has three long claws on each hand, quote-unquote. It's also said to have shiny yellow eyes. Its body has been likened to that of a lean, muscular man. Sits back on its haunches or kneels like a man. Okay, um, that is intense.
1: (laughs) Well, the, uh, the yellow eye shine does point more towards canids, which are, you know... Wolves. Bulls. Anything. Dogs, yeah. Things like that. Whereas, well, actually, no, because cougars have yellow eye shine.
0: Hmm. But the six feet tall uh, grayish-brown fur is a little bit... Maybe it was a bear, and they just...
1: I don't thought. think bears have eye shine.
0: They thought they saw the eye shine. You know how people are. I mean adrenaline takes over and it gets a little bit heavy sometimes. Well, you can't really
1: remember everything. It wouldn't make sense for a bear not to have eye shine.
0: I mean we can just look that up. Do do bears have eye shine? They do. Okay, yeah. They do have eye shine.
1: Interesting fact on polar bears they have special adaptations that help them to see underwater.
0: Oh, bears typically have a bright yellowish eyeshine, so it could could be a bear. Okay, moving on. It can reportedly run and walk on all four of its legs or just its hind legs. Been seating, seating. <laughs> it's been seating. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Um, People have seen it eating its prey or scavenging carrion. Okay, so it eats roadkill and at animals that's nice like a vulture Uh,
0: yeah like a vulture or a bear
1: (laughs) you always forget that bears are scavengers
0: yeah i mean sometimes you just think oh it's a bear and then sometimes you think oh it's a bear (laughs) it's a bear (laughs) and uh, it's a bear (laughs) okay uh, aggressive behavior, running at people and jumping on their vehicles. That's that's kind of scary. Yeah, that's really scary. I mean, just just think, you're you're in your car and you're trying to get away from this monster that you just seen, and all of a sudden it just throws itself onto your vehicle and like <laughs> jumps into face <laughs> into your windshield <laughs> and it's just slobbering everywhere. <laughs> And he's just like, now I gotta get my car clean again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that uh, Surprisingly, its diet is not known for sure, but it hasn't been seen eating carcasses of small roadkill. Okay. Yeah. Well, what describes a small roadkill? Because um, where we are, there's pretty much only small animals that are. Yeah, roadkill.
0: like squirrels, uh, raccoons, cats.
1: But I'm wondering what they're saying is small roadkill in Wisconsin. Uh... Squirrels about the
0: size of like four rats put together.
1: <laughs> four rats put together.
0: Yeah, like adult rats, like these, like chungus rats. You know, like not just not just a baby little like kind of like yeah. It it bucks. Through like four big bucks, okay, and and the the buck term for rats, not not for gear. All right, moving on. Sightings tapered off since the nineties. Okay, we already talked about that. So I think it was just everyone lacing them, like, their drugs and stuff. Maybe they were seeing things. Maybe the person who was doing it. Or the bear died. The bear was killed. The person doing it died or was killed. Or um, stopped stopped tripping acid. (laughs) Maybe...
1: uh... (laughs) Maybe, maybe the creature got hit by a car because it was known to jump at vehicles. Yeah,
0: at vehicles. It, it just jumped on the wrong vehicle, like the racist truck from Supernatural. Jumped right
1: in front of one of those big rigs.
0: And it was gone, never to be seen again. That's the biggest mystery. What happened to the Beast of Bray Road?
1: <laughs> well, he grew up and he got a job and...
0: Yeah, he grew up, got a job and he had his own life and he was no longer jumping on vehicles and, and attacking he people. attacking abandoned his
1: hoodlum instincts. Yeah. He
0: is he is very much happy now with his four kids <laughs> and his average life. His average life. <laughs>
1: his average I life. Thought, I thought two kids was the average life. Oh uh, yeah, four.
0: two kids, but let's let's make him let's make him uh Maybe he's struggling.
1: Slightly above average.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe he's struggling, and he needs he needs more money to support, and that, that's why he stopped jumping at vehicles. That was his side job, and he was like, "I can't do this. They won't hire me anywhere else." So he's like, "I got to stop it," and he went on because he's got kids now, so he had to get a better job
1: says, perhaps the Beast of Bray Road is some cousin of other cryptids in the United States. Uh, I don't know which cousin he would be of other cryptids, because mm. we don't have that many wolf-like cryptids here in America, do we? Not that I know of. Not any that, like, are at the forefront of our mind. Yeah. The only one I really know off the top of my head is the Beast of Bray mm, Road.
0: Yeah, that's, like, the one that comes to mind immediately maybe like skinwalkers but those aren't
1: technically those aren't cryptids really no, those, the the whole lore on skinwalkers is they're people um, that have obtained dark powers
0: yeah um it could also be that people are frightened enough to see what like more than what is actually there so they're seeing what they want to see so whatever the beast of gray road is or isn't We'll never know until one is captured. It's a case of mistaken identity. <laughs>
1: we'll be back after this break.
0: Back from that short break. Let's see. Let's take a look at...
1: The timeline of the sightings. It says, In 1936, a Mark Shackleman saw a talking half-wolf half-man creature east of Jefferson, Wisconsin talking.
0: Talking? I never said anything about talking,
1: but... Yeah. But anyways, it was east of Jefferson, Wisconsin, along Highway 18. He was apparently driving down the road when he saw something digging in an old Indian mound, which was apparently the Beast of Grey Road. Road.
0: Hmm. It was covered in hair over six feet tall, standing upright with a muzzled face and features of a canine and
1: ape. He said the beast's hands were very strange, with a twisted thumb and only three fingers. He described a stench that emanated from the beast, similar to decaying meat. Uh, upon returning on the following day to see if the creature was still there, and it was, this time it spoke a 3 syllable word, and then in 1964, it says that, there was another encounter by Dennis
0: Fulis. (laughs) It was the same Same. beast described by Shackleman, only this time in Harvard, Illinois.
1: Around midnight, while driving home from his job at Admiral Television Corporation, turned on the Highway 89 from Highway 14 on his headlights, illuminated a strange creature running across the road. It was apparently dark brown in color, and possibly weighing around 400 or 500 pounds. I don't know how you could tell that just from looking Yeah, at exactly.
0: It. Um, Maybe it was just a bear he's seen since he's describing it as being heavy.
1: The height of 7 or 8 feet. Unless he's a circus performer. I seriously doubt <laughs> no, yeah. not a circus performer. A carny. I seriously doubt he can guess people's weight. Exactly. During the incident, the beast ran across the road and jumped a barbed wire fence. This is more than likely not a bear. It doesn't sound like the same one that was seen in 1936. No, but he claims it was. Yeah.
0: He said, Fewless said, I was awful scared that night. That was no man. It was all hairy from
1: head to feet. Then okay. Again, with an eight year gap. And. 1972, there was a woman calling the police to report an attempted break-in. When they interviewed her, the woman stated that the intruder was a large, unknown animal. that approached her home and tried to enter through a door. She also later reported that the beast returned to her home and injured a farm animal, inflicting a deep wound that extended from one shoulder to the other. The description matched that of the Beast of Bray Road.
0: The only evidence left behind was a footprint which measured over 12 inches in length, but she claims that it inflicted a deep wound on one of the farm animals. How come that was not part of the evidence?
1: I don't know. But it sounds to me like it was more likely a hungry bear, because they've been known to break into houses. Yeah. But the only thing that I think is weird is that there's not a door... Not in 1972, anyways, that was widely available to the public that would stop a bear from getting into your house. All
0: right, all right. Okay, going on 1989 to 1999, there was a bunch of stories about it. There was this one by um, Doris Dean Gibson in 1999. Around the time of Gibson's sighting, a dairy farmer... Uh, admitted to seeing a strange-looking dog in his pasture near Bray Road. Okay. Um, That was
1: in September or October of 1989. (laughs) September or October. described the creature as larger and taller than a German Shepherd with pointed ears, a hair-covered tail, and gray and black fur. The beast seemed to be bulkier in the front with a strong chest. He tried to follow it to a large pile of rocks. However, he lost sight of it. Proof of the occurrence remained in the form of huge footprints. But what did the footprints look like? Yeah, just just huge footprints. You could just be, you know, a giant homeless man. Get kind of shaggy out in the woods. Exactly. Yeah. We explain everything with homeless people. <laughs>
0: right? I mean, sometimes that's just the simplest route to take. Homeless people do a lot of crazy things. Math addicts do a lot of crazy things. And... Sometimes they're not exactly homeless, but most of the homeless people are into drugs.
1: And Then there's Occam's Razor, when you eliminate the fantastical whatever's left.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about, but I believe it.
1: Uh, I'm going to butcher this, <laughs> so i got to look it up. Occam's Razor. The law of economy or law of parsimony principle gives precedence to simplicity of two competing theories. The simpler explanation of an entity is to be preferred. So simple is better. Well, we already knew that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to another sighting, uh, Russell Jest, I'm going to assume. Yeah. That's his name. He saw a sighting around the same time as Scott Bray's. Um, He said he was about a block away from an overgrown area. He heard the brush being rustled. Uh, As if an animal was there. A
1: beast appeared, and it was on its hind legs, so it could have been a bear. It took a couple wobbly steps forward before he ran away. Okay, so it was most definitely a bear. Yeah. And this man was just terrified because wobbly steps, something that normally walks on on two legs, is not going to have a hard time walking.
0: Uh, He described the beast as covered in black and gray fur and larger than a German shepherd. Okay, that's very specific with the black and gray fur and larger, but vaguely specific. You know what I mean?
1: Not really, because it's covered in black and gray fur. That's specific. But then saying that it's larger than a German shepherd. That's what I'm saying. There's a whole bunch of animals bigger than a German shepherd in the woods. Why is he so freaked out?
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: I mean, a Great great Dane and... uh, St. Bernards are dogs that are bigger than a German Shepherd, so...
0: They're just trying. It's because the last guy said it was larger than a German Shepherd with pointed
1: ears. Oh. It's upright. He estimated its upright height as around five feet, an oversized dog or wolf head, wide neck and shoulders. Oh, so it's a bodybuilder. Yeah. got that wide (laughs) neck.
0: (laughs) Bodybuilder. (laughs) Werewolf
1: bodybuilder. Oh my god. (laughs) I believe it would be some kind of dog or wolf hybrid. Then it says that a bar manager named Lori Andrizzi had another sighting on a fall evening in 1989. They were driving along Bray Road. She
0: initially perceived that there was a human being kneeled or hunched along the side of the road. So she stopped like any normal person would, I'm assuming. Um, and she was roughly six feet away from the figure. Got to look at it for about 45 seconds. Now, in 45 seconds, can you look at everything? On
1: you someone's? can see a lot in 45 seconds. It depends on more if you're, like, trying to remember what you're seeing.
0: Yeah, she described it as a beast with gray-brown fur, fangs, and pointed ears. I hey. Yeah, she said it had a long face with a snout like a wolf. Its eyes glowed yellow, yellow even though her headlights were not reflecting on them. Um, Arms were jointed like a human's. How how can you tell that in 45 seconds? 45 seconds, you can tell if someone's... Just
1: telling the way that they're bent with the elbows.
0: Alright. Beast was muscular with human-esque fingers adorned in its palms.
1: I think you mean human-esque fingers adorned in claws.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I meant.
1: Uh, And Drizzy could not see a tail, but its back legs were behind it, similar to a person who was kneeling.
0: Heather Bowie, who was 11 years old at the time, claimed a similar incident to Gibson's 1999 sighting. Now, I have an issue with that. She was 11. I understand, you know, believe your kids, but that's not, yeah, that's not a good witness to have. She is still a
1: child. Um, the one occurring around Christmas of 1990 hmm. She had no idea that it was similar to Gibson's until the two were discussing it on the school bus what?
0: They went to school together. So Gibson was also a young kid. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing right down here. Nope, you, you went past it. Dorisine Gibson.
1: Wow, so well, it sounds like it's just a case of mass hysteria mistaking a bear for a wolf monster. Yeah. This is uh, kind of disheartening. Although bears can't jump in the back of vehicles, that's what I do have to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. Now right here, Bowie s- assumed it was a dog, and the kids called it to them.
1: You skipped a whole.
0: I did, I did skip a whole bunch, but this is what jumped out to me. They assumed it was a dog and called it to them.
1: Oh, it noticed its audience and then it watched. Oh, it, no, it watched them back. Mm-hmm. And then it stood up on its hind legs. <laughs> it, it took, took four, four steps, steps in their direction, direction. appeared unaccustomed to walking on hind legs. Another trait of bears, then dropped down on all fours and charged the children. Another custom of bears. Yes leap a bigger leap than dogs run. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> what? Um, Claim the creature was able to leap a bigger leap than dogs run. Okay, so it could leap longer than dogs could run.
1: Okay, I guess that makes sense. It <laughs> followed him about halfway to Bowie's home, which was 250 yards from where it was seen, before veering away. Hmm, sounds territorial.
0: Yeah. Like a bear. Bear with some baby cups around.
1: Another dairy farmer, Mike Edden, M- made a report about a sighting that occurred in March of 1990. Admitting to have him been drinking around the time of the incident. <laughs> he claimed he saw a dog-like beast that was much larger than a domesticated canine. Well, that's anything in the wild. Yeah. Uh, described it as sitting like a raccoon, holding stuff in its front paws. It was eating something near the Bray Road. Oh, near the Bray Road Hospital Road intersection. Passed by, the beast looked at him. Oh, so was he driving while drinking? Uh, but apparently, he passed by, the beast looked at him with a thick, wide snout that Etten described as shorter than a dog's muzzle. His legs were thick and covered in gray hair. Initially, it was dismissed as a bear, but after hearing other similar reports in 1991, he began to wonder if it, that was accurate.
0: I want to talk about this, though, because he said it had front paws. He didn't say it had claws or anything, like weird human hands like the others. He said it had paws, like just normal paws. So maybe
1: it's some kind of mega raccoon.
0: (laughs) A mega raccoon. (laughs) Okay.
1: We'll be back after a short break.
0: And we're back from that short break. Moving on, we're going to look at a 1999... Sighting Sighting by an 18-year-old Dorisine Gibson. Mm -hmm. Dorisine Gibson was mentioned prior, but no actual sighting was heard from her, so...
1: Well, actually... It just said
0: that she talked to the other little girl that had the sighting, and then, um, I think... Uh,
1: like a farmer? Or that. Oh, well, it's because this one goes from 1989 to
0: 1999. It was around... All of this happened around the time of Gibson's sighting, and now we're going to see what now we're getting Gibson's, Gibson's sighting was. sighting
1: Okay, so it says, On October 31st, the aforementioned Gibson was driving on Bray Road near Delavan, Wisconsin. Her vehicle approached an intersection with Hospital Road, Suddenly, her right tire was jolted as if lifted off the ground to roll over something large. So she hit something. Yeah, she hit something. She something. She stops, exits her car to see what, what she hit. She peers into the darkness. She notices a large, hairy figure moving quickly towards her. You know, as one does, she gets mm-hmm. afraid and jumps back into her car and starts it. She pulls away and it leaps onto her truck. Onto her trunk. Sorry. To her trunk. It could not get a hold of the wet car exterior and slid off. She returns later that evening while trick-or-treating with another girl and saw a large form along the road.
0: Okay, well, obviously, trick-or-treating plays a part in that. It could have just been someone playing a prank on her or... You know what I think happened? She may or may not have killed or injured one of the Beast of Bray Road's children. Remember how we were talking before? He had a couple kids, and he was like, eh, "I'm not." Good. Was that him or? Yeah. Was yeah. That was that was. That was him, because we said he had a couple kids he was going to give up jumping on cars and stuff. Well, one of those kids got injured now, and and he just went right back to what he knows. But he's he's out of practice, so he slid right off
1: the trunk, you know? It wasn't that it was wet. It was that he hadn't been doing it for so long. Okay, and then it says, Doris Dean's sighting and the dairy farmer, which is, I believe, Scott Bray. no.
0: His name was... No, his name was not Scott Bray.
1: His name was too Scott Bray. It says right here.
0: Bray... That's just funny to me. I
1: mean, the name... He's probably... His family's probably lived on that road for, like, forever. True. Okay, well, it says that they were the first... They were the final major incident reported that involved the Beast of Bray Road. It's not to say that others haven't encountered the strange creature and simply didn't report it, as many did prior to the Gibson report.
0: It's important to note that after this report, all of these unmentioned claims just suddenly appeared, and it somehow just matched almost exactly what Gibson said, or the description matched in some way.
1: Yeah, there was some backlash on the witnesses. Uh, Most were discredited, and people generally mocked their stories. Playing pranks and posting werewolf signs. Yeah. And there you are.
0: I totally, okay, that says others, but I read it as otters, and I was like, otters hosted werewolf parties? Otters, no! <laughs> it
1: says they hosted werewolf parties while some tried to make money off of the frenzy by selling t shirts. That's exactly Those what i would do. People, yeah. okay that Those are smart people. Okay?
0: You make money, you make bank off of that, okay? If something like this Corona business, you don't see people just sitting around not doing anything. They're making masks and selling them for ten bucks. Get your free Corona. Buy two, get one free mask. It's it's amazing.
1: And then it says other strange occurrences were reported in the area as well. It says in 1992 on January, just as the frenzy over the Beast of Bray Road was fading, a person described as reputable, he was a businessman, reported sparking lights seen in the sky above Delavan. He said they moved erratically. Later that spring, four or five horses were discovered in a pasture near Elkhorn with their throats slashed. That's... It says that an investigator named John Fredrickson described the wounds as surgical. Okay, yeah, because that was a person.
0: Yeah, that was a person. Yeah. That's just a sick person who's slashed the throats of four or five
1: horses. Yeah. And then it says, okay, so the possible some, explanations. Yeah. There's a number of animal-based theories. Obviously bears, the bears and the wild uh, dog. wild dog or a wahila, which, which is a, a giant, giant prehistoric, giant prehistoric wolf, wolf similar to Amarok. Or even a... A wolf dog or a koi dog. Okay, so a koi dog is a coyote and dog. Yeah.
0: It's possible that hoaxes and mass hysteria cause falsehoods and sightings of normal creatures. Uh, yeah, that's... It happens. That happens. Just people panic and they think, oh, this weird creature that I can't see completely is the creature that everyone's talking about. It's... It's
1: not. and concurrently, with the sightings in wash Wisconsin in Wisconsin, Washington. and when caught co- with okay.
0: in Wisconsin, it's okay. Well, sometimes we all get a little um blah blah
1: blah tongue tied. <laughs> there was a rash of similar encounters in the neighboring state of Michigan hmm. following the release of the Legend, a popular song about the Michigan dogman in nineteen eighty seven.
0: Now, before Uh, you go on with that, do you think we'll be diving into that?
1: Diving into the Dogman? Yeah. More than likely in another video, but I believe that the Dogman and the Beast of Grey Road are the same creature. Ah. Understandable. If there is in fact a creature. True. True.
0: There's no no link between the sightings other than the similarity of the creature described.
1: It says that the author of the legend... Steve Cook received dozens of reports, including photograph and film evidence. Of the creature? Wow. You didn't have to say of the creature. I
0: know, I'm just saying, like, of the creature. Like, wow.
1: There's, as you said before, there's no known link between the sightings and adjoining states, other than the similarity. Well, that should be linked enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, the similarity in the creature described, if they sound similar, quacks like a duck, waddles like a duck. Looks it like a duck. Looks like a duck.
1: It's probably a duck. It's most likely a duck.
0: But then again, also with the same, it could just be coincidental.
1: Now, what I, if they are a type of creature, I do believe that there's that there's one creature that's commonly like, displayed in uh, RPG games as, you know, like, dog-like, but, like, anthropomorphic, and they're called kobolds. hmm Now, I don't know about them being eight to... You know, seven to eight feet tall, but they are, you know, human-like dogs. Yeah.
0: That... Yeah. Now, the seven to eight feet tall... Is ridiculous. That is a super tall creature.
1: That's a that's a big boy.
0: <laughs> that's a big boy. Now we're gonna look at some pictures and see. It's probably just gonna be a bunch of werewolves that pop up, but Unlikely. yeah, it's worth looking at. Maybe making fun of.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a that's a video. Yeah. Haunted Wisconsin Ismuth, Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, bad thing. Ugly.
0: That's even uglier, wait.
1: <laughs> that is, uh, apparently pretty close to what they see happening all the time. Yeah. See, in this picture does look like how I would imagine a kobold to look.
0: Yeah. Do you think that creature, can you tell how tall that thing is just by it, by looking um, at it like that? Yeah.
1: Because that's what all
0: these other people did, didn't they? Like, or, no, they stuck around and waited until he stood up, right? And then, uh. Stumbled towards them a couple times.
1: Yeah, and I don't understand. The stumbling, when it stumbled, that was more than likely like a starving bear. Yeah. Because if you look at the way that they depict this creature's legs, mm-hmm. you'll notice that.
0: In nearly every drawing or just anything that's
1: made, you'll notice that the way that its legs are built are very similar... To a kangaroo's. Yes, to a kangaroo's, but also to a person's. Minus the little ankle portion right here where it seems to be... Like a kangaroo. Like a kangaroo's. But that would mean that it would have no trouble standing... Or jumping. It's (laughs) standing on its own two legs. Yeah, it wouldn't
0: stumble unless, you know, it was starving
1: or... A bear. Well, even if it was starving, it more than likely wouldn't stumble, because usually- Or if it was injured, that If it was sense. injured, it would probably stumble. But the thing is, is that bears typically will only stand on their hind legs as a display of dominance.
0: Yeah, they're trying to be bigger than what they, they're they looking at. These are some ugly- there's a movie of it? Go scroll up. There's a movie?
1: Yeah, there's usually a movie about cryptids. <laughs>
0: That is an ugly, ugly creature. That's for sure. There's even a documentary on it. That's
1: very nice. It's like you said, they're all of like how people werewolves. would picture werewolves and stuff. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. That is a bear. Yeah, that's a bear. We just found That a is picture. a bear with mange. Yeah. It's
0: a picture on MonstersandCritics.com I would assume. It's a picture of a bear with like A shaved face?
1: It's not shaved, it has manes, its hair has fallen out. Oh. Bears are not like these big floofy creatures uh, everybody always thinks. They're not as cute. They have a lot of uh, hair. Yeah. To protect themselves. And usually when they lose their hair, they look like...
0: Naked dogs.
1: Kind of like werewolves.
0: Yeah. Kind of like werewolves. Hmm. I wonder, maybe this is all just a case of mistaken bear. identity. Mistaken identity, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> just disregard what I said. Well, that's not the Wisconsin, that's not the Beast of Bray Road. I think that's a Hodak.
0: That looks like the devil.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a Hodak. Oh my god.
0: Okay, no, not, not, not to get sidetracked. Well, let's continue looking at these um, werewolf pictures. Is that a Roblox version? They have a Roblox Beast of Bray Road mask. The funny thing is, I think that I have that. <laughs>
1: yeah, they have posters. Uh, looks like.
0: I did not read that as poster, but let's continue.
1: Cryptid Studies Institute. There are so many books. Why is and the Beast articles? of Bray Road the Talking Wisconsin's Werewolf? Where did it talk? Oh, it says tailing. <laughs> That's better.
0: <laughs> but even in the the website, even on the website, it even mentioned like a talking. Where did he ever talk? The the beast never talked.
1: Yeah, they, they could have just mistaken a growl. Mm. Oh, there's a song. Yeah, by the uh, Steve Cook. But hmm,
0: I thought I thought he he wrote a book. That's by Cage. Steve Cook is the author of a book, The Legend. Oh, that's a song,
1: yeah. That's what I said, isn't it? There's a song? Yeah, he wrote the song called The Legend. It's
0: a song? I thought it was a book. I am dumb. The Legend of Michigan's Dogman. Yeah, I'm officially signing off with this one.
1: Yep, I'd say this video is just about over.